morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, April 9th, 2019. I'm Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Coming to you from a gorgeous, clear, warm gem city. Columbus is much of the same, which bodes well for this weekend, people. The spring game, this Saturday at noon. We will be talking extensively about what we need to see from certain players there. First, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you to subscribe to this podcast via iTunes. That is the best way to listen via your podcast app. Just search on Bucknuts Morning 5. Hit subscribe. Every time we post a podcast, then it will automatically populate in your phone. If you could also go to iTunes and give us a review, preferably five stars, that would also be appreciated. This is the best way to listen to the podcast. This is the best way for us to reinvest in the podcast. A lot of you have done it. If you haven't, please do so. Once again, podcast at, subscribe, and it will populate in your phone. All right, let's get rolling with the subject at hand. That is the spring game. This Saturday, Ohio Stadium, noon kickoff time. $5 admission and free parking. If you want to go see your Buckeyes, this is the time to do it. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. That usually does tend to have a big effect on how fun the game is as a fan. But if you are not able to get out to an Ohio State game during the regular season, this is sometimes a chance to get the whole fam out there for a reasonable hit on the pocketbook. We are joined by the one and only Dwayne Long. Dwayne, how are you today? Hey, it's uh, it's spring and we got the spring game, so I'm uh, I'm I'm in good spirits here. And we do talk about the weather too much, but this might be the nicest day of the turn here, so we are enjoying it thoroughly so far. What do we need to see from the spring game? There are lingering questions. Those of you that tuned into the BM5 yesterday got to hear Dave Biddle and Steve Hellwacken go into deep detail on what concerns were lingering for the Buckeyes. That means we need to see some effort here. We need to see some production in the spring game from certain guys. Yes, there are dudes that flash every year and it tends to be a bit exaggerated. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about guys that have real expectations this year that we need to see something from them in the spring game to maybe make us feel a little bit better about that. Let's start at the top. This is Dwayne's top five in order. Obviously, the number one guy, Justin Fields. Yeah, now Fields is I'm, – I'm really excited about this. I want to see what this guy can do. Uh, I, I want to see him in Ryan Day's offense. That's that's another thing here, Dan. Beyond the players, I want to see Ryan Day run his offense without uh, Urban Meyer hanging over his head. What are we going to see? I think we're going to see something different. I mean, I don't think we're going to see the zone read much. I mean, it might be a wrinkle because Justin Fields is that athletic, probably the most athletic quarterback we've seen since Braxton Miller. But uh, it's still, I just don't think it's going to be a staple of the offense like it has been. Let's let's think back that uh, J.T. Barrett averaged, averaged 12 carries. And as a junior, he carried about 16 times a game. Yeah, average. We're not going to see anything like that. And I want to see uh, exactly what, what uh, Ryan Day's offense is going to look like with a guy like Justin Fields running offense. So it's it's going to be kind of a, you know, for me, Justin Fields and Ryan Day thing for me. No doubt. It will also be interesting, I think, quarterback-wise in this game to see Matthew Baldwin get out there and fling it a little bit. I would offer a word of caution that last year at this time, I think most people felt Joe Burrow played better than Dwayne Haskins in the spring game. We all know how that turned out. 
Number two, we're going to a guy whose name has been discussed frequently, and that is linebacker Tough Borland. Got to see him run? Uh, He's got to run better than he did last year, Dan. That's huge. He's got to run better or he's got to sit. This has got to happen. It's not an if, and, or but. He's got to do it. He got outran so many times last year. We're just not used to seeing Ohio State linebackers get outran like that. You know, it takes a rare athlete. I mean, I'm not saying it's ever happened before. I'm just saying it doesn't take anybody ran away from, from, uh, I can't even remember the names of the guys that ran away from Tough Boyle. They were just not elite guys. They're not going in the NFL. They were running away from him. He's got to run better. He's got to tackle better. Tough Borland has to be a much better player than he was last year. It's it's important to the defense. Or we got to be able. We got to be ready to move him, Dan. We got to be ready to sit him. I would agree completely with that. I would like to see some Baron Browning action. It's time for Baron Browning to step up and fulfill those physical gifts. I will hope that the new staff has find a way to turn the light on there. Number three, defensive back, a guy I did not expect to see on the team this year, and that is Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett is another player that's just got to be better. Somebody needs to show Damon Arnett what the football looks like, because apparently he don't remember. His his ball skills are just atrocious. He never can find the football. He's got to be better. I thought he was going to the NFL, and I was good riddance. Let's get somebody else in there. I mean, the guy, you know, we, we talked about the techniques from last year. Maybe that will help him. All I know is the guy never seemed to find the ball. He's going to go in as the odds-on starter on the other side of the Cuda. He's got to be better. I really thought uh, Damon Arnett would be uh, spiffing up his cleats for the Montreal Alouettes this season, but he's taking another shot at it, and hopefully his last run here in Columbus will be his best. Number four, a guy who has a ton of promise, suffered an injury, but I think was on his way to having a tremendous year, and that is Austin Mack, wide receiver. Is he back? Well, we'll see. And he's he's got to be better. He dropped too many balls last year, too many catchable balls. He made some great catches. When Dwayne Haskins is firing the ball like he fires, because he cuts it loose, he's not messing around. Other guys weren't having problems holding on to the ball. But Austin Mack was. Before he went down, let's see if he's over the injury. Let's uh, see if he uh, got over his dose of the the dropsies from last year. I think it's important. He's going to be in there. He's going to be a senior. It's his time. He's got to be a, a, a more consistent receiver than he was before the injury. I do think this is going to be a really interesting position. We'll talk about one of the youngsters here in a second. But Garrett Wilson yeah, is no coming. That, that's something I'm glad you brought that up because that is important. Garrett Wilson will take his job. He's he's just waiting to take his job. So uh, and and he's already lost his black stripe. You know he's the the what we're hearing behind the scenes coming out about Garrett Wilson is get ready for something special. Well, Austin Mack, you're a senior. You got to hold him off. You got to be better. There's no question. And let's move on to talk about that a little bit. And that's Garrett Wilson. He did lose his black stripe yesterday. The first true freshman to do so. Lest we forget, Wilson is probably the most heralded wide receiver prospect to come to Ohio State in, let's just say, a very, very long time. Could make the argument ever. That's how good he was. That's how good his reputation was. To see him get the black stripe off first 
and to hear what the coaches said about him when introducing him to the team, the use of the words, the use of the words different and special. What are realistic expectations you think for Wilson in his freshman year? We've already talked about him knocking off a veteran here. Dan, what we're hearing, what everybody's hearing, it's not just one or two guys saying this. Uh, what are the realistic expectations? There aren't any. We're just expecting him to be outstanding from the start. And everything we're hearing is this kid is going to be special. So there are no realistic expectations. So we'll put Garrett Wilson in there as a sixth guy in inverted order here. We're going to finish off our want-to-see-in-spring-game guys, Dwayne. If we didn't have an offensive lineman in here, you'd get twitchy. This is a little bit different. This is a young guy we haven't seen perform in live action yet, really, and that is Nicholas petit Frere. I want to see this kid. I want to see him. I want to see that he's filling out. I saw some crazy number of the number of calories this kid's having to uh, put on, and it's better to have to put on weight than lose weight. But, I mean, my goodness, that's that's a big deal. And this is a super talented kid. When you look at the film of him, he was just – he moves around like a tight end. Uh, but he's got to be big enough. He should be, you know, maybe a lobby who I've been impressed with. I've talked about him extensively. Uh, Lobby may hold the job uh, due to uh, the right tackle job due to uh, experience, but I want to see Petit Ferrer. Uh, this is an opportunity to really take a good look at him. Uh, you know, we don't have any problem putting good defensive ends on the field, so let's see him out there. I maybe he won't start over Lobby, but I want to see that he could. That's my expectation. That's what I want to see. So I'm going to be isolating on him uh, in the spring game. Truth be told, we could go over a ton of guys here for the spring game. This is just a few that we've picked out. I will leave you with this basketball prediction for next year in light of Virginia winning the national title last night in overtime over Texas Tech. Ohio State is ranked number 10 in 24-7 sports early rankings for next season. That's probably the highest preseason ranking they've had in a while. I think that's a strong statement for both the coaching acumen of Chris Holtman and the freshman class they are bringing in. I'm fully confident that the combination of D.J. Carton and D.J. Liddell will be two of the most loved players here. I would not be surprised to see Ohio State in the Elite Eight next year. I think they're going to have that much talent. I'm looking that much forward to it. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, subscribe. Get yourself out to the spring game. Have a good one, Buck Gunners.